Improving Pre-Procedure Timeout Compliance Using Remote Audiovisual Observation by Mary Dobby and others. Abstract. Healthcare organization leaders can help prevent surgical errors by ensuring compliance with standardized pre-procedure timeouts that require the active participation and engagement of the entire surgical team. Some surgical department leaders have used remote video observation without audio to monitor compliance with the timeout. After a sentinel event occurred, leaders at our large academic medical center initiated a quality improvement project to audit compliance with a standardized pre-procedure timeout. We used remote audiovisual observation to ensure that all members of the procedure team were adhering strictly to the elements of the pre-procedure timeout in all invasive procedure areas. Since the beginning of this remote auditing process, team member compliance with a standardized pre-procedure timeout has improved. Patients undergoing surgical or other invasive procedures rely on the team members in procedure areas to work in harmony, communicate effectively, and use best practices to perform a safe procedure. The World Health Organization, WHO, noted in 2009 that many perioperative teams are composed of groups, that is, surgery, nursing, anesthesia, that have different objectives and ways of providing patient care. Many times these groups function individually in silos, and sometimes there is little to no interaction among the groups. When lack of interaction among the groups occurs, it results in a communication breakdown that can negatively affect patient safety. Perioperative teams have a strong hierarchy that can negatively affect communication, especially between levels. Individualism and a hierarchical environment are barriers to communication and teamwork, which continue to be identified as areas with opportunity for improvement in the OR. Research continues to show a correlation between high-level collaboration and improved communication with surgical error risk reduction. A standardized timeout that requires the active participation and engagement of the entire team before an invasive procedure has been shown to enhance communication and improve patient safety. Healthcare organization leaders working with team members to ensure compliance with a standardized pre-procedure timeout can have a significant effect on error prevention. This article describes our health system's perioperative quality improvement project to increase patient safety and improve staff member compliance with pre-procedure timeouts. Background Sentinel events, such as wrong site surgery, continue to occur in the United States and may include the wrong patient or wrong procedure. A review of data collected from January 1, 2010 to December 31, 2013 shows that there were 463 voluntary reported sentinel events of this type nationwide. The Joint Commission acknowledges that there is no single root cause for failure and that sentinel events are a culmination of a series of small events. These small events include poor communication among perioperative and procedure area team members and a lack of procedural compliance. In 2004, the Joint Commission began requiring the use of the Universal Protocol for Preventing Wrong Site, Wrong Procedure, and Wrong Person Surgery as a condition for accreditation of hospitals, ambulatory healthcare centers, and office-based surgery facilities. The Universal Protocol requires that personnel complete procedure verification 
before all invasive procedures in patient care settings. To fulfill this requirement, procedure team members need to address the items on a standardized list and complete a timeout before beginning an invasive procedure. The list guides the procedure team members through the verification process and helps to ensure all elements are covered. At a minimum, it includes identifying the correct patient, procedure, and site, and confirming the availability of implants and required equipment and the completion of relevant paperwork. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, has implemented a quality reporting program regarding the use of a safe surgery checklist. In 2001, the term never event was introduced by Ken Kaiser, former chief executive officer of the National Quality Forum, as a way to describe errors that should not occur and that have extreme patient consequences when they do occur. Wrong patient, wrong site, and wrong surgery were included on this list of serious reportable events. The CMS has not reimbursed hospitals for costs associated with preventable medical errors, including never events, since 2007. According to researchers, many reportable events are preventable. In 2009, the WHO created guidelines for safe patient care in an effort to help standardize some evidence-based practice initiatives from a global perspective. One of the guidelines that was developed addresses surgical care and includes 10 objectives. The ninth objective addresses team culture, communication breakdown, and the use of checklists during the perioperative period. According to this objective, a safe perioperative environment depends on the members of the surgical team performing procedures as one unit and communicating transparently. When describing this objective, the WHO recognized that complicated systems are threatened by risk of human error rather than technical challenges, and that human factors, for example, communication, should be addressed. The objective suggests that when surgical team members do not use consistent communication, patient outcomes can be negatively affected. Checklists provide real-time quality assurance so that the perioperative team may immediately address and resolve any deviations from safe operative practice. In complex industries like aviation, checklists and team communication also were used to ensure safety, and this WHO objective aims to bring that environment of safety into the OR. Although the Joint Commission, CMS, and WHO each have identified the need for clear communication and the use of a safety checklist before invasive procedures, errors associated with invasive procedures continue to occur. Using information from a 2013 Minnesota Department of Health report, researchers at the Joint Commission estimated that wrong procedures or wrong site procedures may occur in the United States as frequently as 50 times per week. When perioperative team members use surgical checklists for a standardized preoperative timeout involving all team members, they can positively affect changes in team member communication and subsequently improve patient safety. Staff members may become more aware of other team members' roles when there is improved communication in standardized team processes, which may help members of the team identify and prevent other errors. To provide safe patient care, Perioperative team members need to work as a cohesive unit and use clear communication techniques, for example, structured standardized timeout. 
To improve patient safety and compliance in the OR and other procedure areas, facility leaders need to recognize the many levels of communication required and develop tools, for example, checklists, to enhance that communication. A properly designed and implemented surgical checklist can improve teamwork, communication, efficiency, and compliance. These improvements can equate to enhanced patient safety. Setting The setting for this project was a large academic medical center located in New York City that has received the American Nurses Credentialing Center's magnet recognition. The medical center is an 844-bed acute tertiary facility that serves approximately 35,000 inpatients annually. Surgical team members perform approximately 76,000 procedures annually in the perioperative department, which has multiple locations throughout the health system and includes 93 ORs and procedure rooms. Description of the problem In 2014, after a sentinel event took place in one OR, perioperative leaders completed direct observation audits and found a lack of standardization and compliance with timeouts. Findings included the surgeon leading the timeout for memory, lack of a consistent order of required elements, omission of required elements, and the surgeon conducting the timeout without active participation by all team members. As part of the follow-up after the Sentinel event, facility leaders developed an action plan that included methods to ensure compliance with the timeout. During the first phase of the action plan, a group of perioperative nurses obtained approval from perioperative leaders to create an RN-prompted timeout script using recommendations and mandates from the Joint Commission, WHO, CMS, the State of New York Department of Health, and existing internal policies. The goals of the script were to create a standardized format for the timeout that requires active participation by all team members. This active participation would permit the exchange of critical information with transparent communication, as recommended by the WHO, and empower all team members to speak up and have a voice, thereby narrowing the gaps between hierarchical levels that impair transparent communication. Additional goals for standardizing the timeout and engaging all team members were to increase patient safety, improve team communication, enhance teamwork, and improve compliance with the pre-procedure timeout. After perioperative leaders approved the new script and team members attended educational sessions to learn more about it, our team adopted the mandatory, system-wide, RN-prompted timeout script and began auditing compliance. Unit leaders ensured team members had placed an 8.5 by 14-inch double-sided laminated poster of the script in each OR and procedure room for accessibility and to facilitate all team members performing the timeout in a standardized manner before every invasive procedure. To ensure staff members were using the standardized script consistently, unit leaders performed monthly randomized direct observation audits in every perioperative and procedure unit. Immediately after the rollout, system-wide results of the direct observation audits reflected 98 to 100% compliance. Although direct observation audits reflected compliance with the process, Documented near-misses and anecdotal conversations among perioperative staff members revealed this compliance rate was not accurate. Success of a process change relies not only on approval from leaders and education of all team members, 
but also on individual team members identifying barriers, for example, communication and lack of organization, and working to minimize them to create a safety culture in which they are able to implement new policies and use them in everyday practice. In our situation, the process may have changed, but there were no consistent and necessary behavior changes after implementation. The second phase of the plan, which coincided with the implementation of the script, was to monitor and ensure compliance with the pre-procedure timeout. A limitation of direct observation auditing is the potential Hawthorne effect. That is, people changing their behavior when they are aware they are being observed. Our vision for ensuring compliance with the pre-procedure timeout for every patient was to remove direct observational bias by performing remote audiovisual observations using a video stream. Protection of Human Participants' Rights Leaders at our medical center had created a self-certification form to allow project leads to determine if their projects require Institutional Review Board, IRB, approval. The self-certification form identified this project as quality improvement rather than research involving human subjects, consistent with the federal regulations governing human subject research. IRB review or oversight was not required. The project leads verified these findings by asking for a retroactive independent review from a committee unaffiliated with this project. The Center for Innovations in the Advancement of Care, which oversees the review of protocols through the Nursing Protocol Review and Monitoring Committee, consists of a panel of PhD-prepared RNs who provide peer review of nurse-led studies and projects. According to a letter from P. Rosenfeld, Ph.D., the project fits squarely into the category of quality improvement and did not meet the federal definition of human subject research and therefore did not require IRB review. We plan to perform remote audiovisual observations of the pre-procedure timeout randomly via live video stream. We did not record the observations and protected patient information and staff member identity were not associated with the observations. The Revised Standards for Quality Improvement Reporting Excellence, Squire 2.0, identify invasion of privacy and staff distress resulting from disclosure of poor performance as possible ethical issues resulting from quality improvement projects. To protect the rights of staff members, staff member identity was not disclosed to the auditors. Additionally, staff members were informed about the purpose of the project, to enhance patient safety and improve compliance with the pre-procedure timeout. Perioperative team members were informed that the results of this project may be published. Literature Review The literature indicates that video cameras may be used as an alternative to direct observation of staff member behavior. A variety of industry personnel use remote video auditing including public safety officials to monitor driver behavior and meat company supervisors to audit team member compliance with meat processing safety protocols. In healthcare, remote video auditing with feedback has been shown to improve hand hygiene compliance in an intensive care unit and improve safety checklist compliance in the OR. Researchers indicate that when healthcare facilities initiate video monitoring for patient safety processes, team members can exhibit immediate behavior changes. 
in an effort to enhance patient safety and improve compliance with our pre-procedure timeouts. We reviewed the processes described in the literature, specifically the limitations of the study that was conducted without access to audio. We decided it was imperative to include audio in our auditing to ensure each element of the timeout was addressed. Project Methods In March 2015, facility leaders created a project charter with a stated purpose of ensuring the very best in the provision of healthcare to ensure quality, safety, and efficiency to reduce medical errors and maintain standard operation workflow for successful patient outcomes. Our vision was to create a way to perform remote audiovisual observation audits. Perioperative leaders wrote a standard for remote video observation, submitted it to our legal department for review, and finally submitted it to the medical board for approval. The standard outlined. 1. The purpose of remote audiovisual observation monitoring. 2. The locations, including all ORs, procedure rooms, and labor and delivery and cesarean delivery rooms. 3. The randomization of observation audits. 4. The requirement of patient health information security and privacy. 5. How feedback of the observation audits would be provided. And 6. The secure location of monitors for remote observation. After the charter was established and the standard was written and approved, we worked with the Information Technology, IT department, to begin evaluating audiovisual equipment systems. We trialed several options and found that we needed a camera with a clear video resolution and the ability to pan the room. Additionally, the audio needed to be clear to ensure all elements of the timeout were addressed. In November 2016, we began remote auditing in five perioperative units consisting of 37 rooms. Since then, we have incrementally expanded the process to include an additional 12 units, bringing the total to 17 units, which includes 93 ORs, procedure rooms, and labor and delivery rooms. The project continues to expand with incremental rollouts to our other facility locations. Perioperative services quality personnel perform the remote observation audits monthly on a random basis using live streaming video. Barriers To focus on activities that will drive change and help achieve results, our organization uses the Prosky ADCAR, Awareness, Desire, Knowledge, Ability, Reinforcement, Model for Change Management. During the rollout of the video auditing, some staff members verbalized that it felt like Big Brother was watching. Researchers have documented the same reaction during other remote video observation studies. We found that transparent communication and timely feedback helped to alleviate this concern. Before the rollout on each unit, we invited the perioperative leaders to the remote observation center where we discussed expectations and explained the feedback that would be provided emphasizing that the feedback would provide learning moments for leaders and staff members to improve patient safety. We asked the leaders to share the vision of the program with their respective team members and to alert us to any issues or concerns that were discussed in those meetings so we could address them. To alleviate team members' concerns, 
leaders reinforced that the auditing was a patient safety quality initiative. As a result of this communication, team members were more knowledgeable about the process and had the desire and ability to face change with success. Timely feedback became the reinforcement to sustain the change. Other barriers we encountered involved the audiovisual system installation. We planned for an incremental rollout to allow the IT team members the opportunity to schedule live streaming equipment installations at each location. Increasingly busy surgery schedules, including weekend programs, delayed some of the installations. The project timeline has been extended because of the delays. However, overall, it is on target. Another obstacle we overcame was unintelligible audio. As more equipment was added to the system, the audio signal quality degraded and we were unable to perform the audits effectively. Because our IT department is a partner in this project, IT personnel understand the need for clear audio, they investigated the problem, determined the need for more servers, and then added those servers, which improved the audio quality. Results Auditors in the Remote Observation Center randomly audit 10 pre-procedure timeouts per month for each unit, for a total of 170 audits per month. The auditors include the Senior Director of Quality and Patient Safety for Perioperative Services, a perioperative nursing quality specialist, and perioperative RNs who have demonstrated competency with the auditing process. After the audits are completed, feedback is sent electronically to the chief of the service that was audited, the surgeon or proceduralist involved in the procedure, the anesthesiologist involved in the procedure, and the nursing leader in the involved unit. If there are any non-compliant elements observed during the audit, multidisciplinary team members need to develop and submit an action plan to the perioperative nursing quality team members within one week of the electronic notification. The feedback is not meant as a punitive measure, but rather as a method to improve patient care. In November 2016, the combined compliance rate for the first five units to participate in remote observation audits was 51%. Previously, the units had been at a 98% compliance rate using direct observation. The top two reasons for non-compliance were that not all team members paused and the RN-prompted timeout script was not used. With continued reinforcement and feedback, those first five units achieved a combined compliance rate of 94% by February 2018 when remotely audited. The combined rate of compliance for all 17 units remotely audited in February 2018 was 95%. We plan to continue these audits and add additional audits, for example, closure checklist and debriefing, to ensure compliance. Discussion Process variability leads to inconsistent outcomes. One key to improving patient safety and quality is to ensure compliance with best practice protocols. Using audiovisual observation allows us to verify that team members address every element of the pre-procedure timeout. When team members receive timely feedback, the sense of shared ownership of the process is enhanced. When an audit reveals non-compliance, the team members need to collaborate to create an action plan that will lead to improvement. This discussion and collaboration help to break down any silos between departments and team members and enhance team communication.
Conclusion Remote video auditing is a proven method for improving staff member compliance with safety guidelines and standards in several different industries. For our large academic medical center, auditing using an audiovisual approach proved beneficial for improving team member compliance with the pre-procedure timeout. It was helpful to invite perioperative and procedural leaders to observe the process before rollout because they reinforced to all team members that the program is a patient safety quality initiative. This has enhanced multidisciplinary buy-in for the program. The success of our project may inspire similar approaches to improving safety compliance using remote audiovisual monitoring at other institutions.